0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shouts with the Freak. My name is Emmy. This episode aired last Wednesday on Unrestricted Radio, and I want to give a big shout out to Stacy and the team for always being awesome and airing all of my nonsense talk and all of that. Um, but this, this episode's really cool. I got Zach... Um, a.k.a. Mr. Eyeliner. We talked a lot of wrestling talk. If you're not that into wrestling, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm a big WWE nerd for anybody who knows me personally. So we kind of talked a little bit about that. We talked about his um, line of eyeliners that he's created and how he got into um, creating makeup. And we talked a lot about the music industry and stuff like that um, with his his interactions with it um, throughout his career um in the makeup world so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and don't forget to follow at mr eyeliner on all social medias check check
1: check
2: check 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 you guys are now promoting the new single um that was directed by tom tom crane if i can talk um, I thought the video for it was really fucking sick. Um, and I thought it kind of rolled with the solid ground kind of vibe. So, how, how did I guess the making of that single kind of come together?
1: Um, so we, man, we recorded this single actually a long time ago. We recorded it back in October of 2020. So, it's been a minute. And we kind of just sat on it because with everything going on with COVID and the, if things will open up, if they won't open up. Uh, We didn't want to release it and not be able to hit the road with it. So we kind of just sat on it. And um, the funny thing is for the video, too, we had the location, but we didn't have any idea what we were going to do for the video, what it was going to look like, until literally like five days before shooting it. Oh, wow. Wow. So we kind of just made up that concept on the spot. <laughs> no,
2: nah, I feel like some kind of the best videos that come together like that. Like, I know I was just a part of a video shoot, and it was kind of the same thing. Like, they had no – they had some concept of what they wanted it to be, but going into that room, they didn't know how it was going to be like that. So I feel like that's always how, like, the like dopest videos are kind of made. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, we had the location. And then, like, literally, like, five days before the shoot, we got on a video call with Thomas. And Thomas was like, So, what do you guys want to, like, you know, what's their storyline or whatever? And I'm just, and like, we were all just like, ah, oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> and I just kind of was like, all right, look, the house is kind of creepy. Let's go paranormal a little bit here. Like, not necessarily horror, but maybe a little thrillery. And, and then it kind of just evolved from there.
2: Yeah, it kind of just evolved into this whole other. Storylines or something, right? Right, right. No, that's really cool though. And like, I, I think you guys did a really good job at like capturing, like, even though it wasn't like you said, you kind of guys went into it blind. I think it went very well with um the the vibe of the song, and I think you guys captured that really well for it being on the spot. I, I
1: I have discovered that I love hate is really good at just making crap up at the last second and making it look like it was planned
2: <laughs> i love that no i feel like that's always the best way to do it cause i'm mainly like, a photographer with different bands and touring and stuff and when you walk into a venue and they're like oh yeah we want to do some promos for social media you're like oh i've never even been in the state before okay um we're gonna like create some dumb shit so that's always like I feel like that's part of the cool creative process. Whether you're a musician or you do video or photography, it's always cool to kind of test your strength with that.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: For sure, for sure. So you guys um, are in Alabama, which is cool. You guys have—I haven't had an Alabama band on before, actually. So this is a first for me. Um, how did how has COVID, I guess, kind of affected down in? Uh, more of the south, because I'm up in Pennsylvania, like the New York tri-state, so uh, I, I kind of was curious to see you, how it affected you guys down there.
1: You're going to get me in trouble.
2: Uh-oh. We can avoid okay, this. So, what.
1: No, 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 it's not so much that. It's, um... There are demographically and stereotypically a certain type of people down here, and I do not fit that mold. Of uh, so... That's I fair. uh Um I'm a little bit out of place down here. Um but as far as how Alabama approached COVID, they basically just Leroy Jenkins did. Um
2: <laughs> that analogy killed
1: me. <laughs> Al- I- I- Alabama didn't give one damn about COVID. Um and, you know Alabama <laughs> lives and breathes Fox News, take that with what you will.
2: Yeah. And uh not said.
1: Let me just say there's a reason that even though vaccinations are readily available right now, COVID cases are up forty percent in Alabama again. And I'm I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's just,
2: okay. that's, no, a, that's 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 how
1: that's how that's how it's going down here. Well
2: <laughs> scared. Okay. No, that's totally fair. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah, they're just Leroy completely. Jenkins.
1: They're completely, uh, the, you know, completely ignoring the, you know, the medic of the of the team, and just, you know, just
2: <laughs> right. No, I totally get it. Yeah, you know, some I know some states definitely like totally the and they like Florida and I guess Alabama, but I think Pennsylvania did a very good job at um, kind of toning it down a little bit and controlling it. And I hopefully everything will chill out. Even though I know some states' cases are back up, hopefully everything will chill out. Yeah, like, uh, this is, this is Alabama right now.
1: Alabama right now, I think is the least vaccinated state, and That's they're all insane. they're all like, I don't trust these vaccinations. They're gonna put a microchip in us, and I'm like, bro, you have a listening device sitting in your pocket like right now. What are, <laughs> what, are what are what are you talking
2: about? Yeah, literally. No, it's funny man. It's like, oh no, like the government tracking us. It's like you literally carry a cell phone where it's, like Facebook literally finds shit to give to you. Like you know
1: I, I, mean? I I I can literally Google search for something on one device, and then on my other device, it will show up in my Facebook ads. Now I don't know if that's like a synchronicity thing or you know Zuckerberg is really an alien, but like that's.
2: Yeah. No. It's a weird coincidence, and I totally, yeah, I totally get that. Um, But yeah, no, I was just wondering how it worked, because I know there were some states that were more chill with live music and stuff, and obviously you guys kind of still trying to make some groundwork when it comes to, like, your Spotify numbers and getting more of a fan base. I was kind of wondering how that affected, I don't want to say touring necessarily, but you guys definitely playing out how to be affected um, because of the pandemic.
1: Oh, it definitely was. I think there was a five-month stretch at one point where we didn't play any shows at all because we were you know we were trying to play it safe and be smart about it and um and you know what shows that we did play were kind of like little acoustic gigs where you know everybody was masked up and temperature checked and all that but but you know everything you know everything has opened up and you know even though I kind of shit on Alabama every now and then, like, you know, the, there's a good number of people down here that are vaccinated and are taking it seriously and doing what they should do. So, like, we're pretty much, you know, comfortable with playing shows anywhere now. And, uh yeah, well, I mean, we're rocking and rolling again. We're back to full speed ahead.
2: Right, right. I think a lot of bands are ready to get back out there too. I know it's, um, because like I said earlier, I'm a touring photographer. So getting back out there, it's definitely been something I've been for, like, been focused on. Like, okay, let's go. And now I'm just, we're back open and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm dying. Like, what did I sign up for? Right. <laughs> it's no, like
1: that's
2: like,
1: our first life. Our our first four full blown show back. I think literally all of us woke up the next morning and we were like, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. <laughs> like my whole body felt sore just because like I hadn't had to like move and play that long in a long time. And my body wasn't used to it again. Like literally everybody was like, ow, why'd we do that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, ow, like why did I do this to myself? No, it was funny. I shot this show a couple weeks ago, uh, beginning of the month. And, I shot the entire set they played for, like, a little over an hour and a half. And I just remember I got out, and I looked at my boyfriend, and I was like, my body hurts, and I, like, collapsed into him. I was like, I'm literally dying right now. Like, how <laughs> did I do this for months on end? Like, my body hurts. <laughs> you just gotta I get totally back into show shape. shape. Yeah, it's like, I gotta hit, like, I don't know. Like, I've been hitting the gym. I don't know what's going on. Like, I literally was like, I need, like... I don't know. My knees have been jacked up doing club shows and I haven't done in forever, so I'm like, I need to get, like, knee pads or some shit to, like, counterbalance this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a martial arts instructor by trade, so, like, I would still be training people and, you know, still getting my workouts in that way, but then, like, that is so much different than just, like, playing a show and just, like, headbanging the whole time and there's different muscle groups
2: oh no it definitely works different muscles and it works different um yeah it's just it's a different kind of cardio that you can't really explain to anybody who doesn't do it so yeah i know i totally get what you're saying So you guys, obviously, I, I mentioned earlier, you guys have the new single out, Solid Ground. Is this going to be a part of like a new sing, new album, or anything like that, or are you guys just still kind of chilling showing with the one single?
1: Um, that's the plan, actually. Uh, well, the former, not the latter, but um, we we want to put out a new EP of a uh, new material. I would say first quarter of twenty twenty two. Um, Actually, in a matter of days, not even weeks, in a matter of days, we're going back into the studio to record the follow-up single for Solid Ground, because we already have almost basically a full album's worth of new material that's just sifting through, all right, what's a throwaway song? What actually has the potential to be great and do something? Um, So, yeah, like, literally, what is it, Saturday? like in 3 yeah, days we're, we're we're going back into the studio to uh record the follow-up single so i would say in maybe about another month or two you'll hear another new song from us
2: that's awesome i'm definitely looking forward to it because solid ground like i said it was a bop i remember i listened to it and i was like this is very like modern day like heavy like rock and I, I really think that a lot of bands do that but they do it in a very generic way you guys definitely put your own twist on it which I really enjoyed a lot
1: well I think another thing too that helps us with our songwriting is all all five of us have different influences in, in music and but it's all a collective effort uh, there's not one member of the band that gets put on the pedestal of, like, primary songwriter. Um Every every song we write is a collective. Everybody's bouncing ideas off of each other. And we also aren't afraid to, if someone comes up, comes with, like, a, a stock or just a generic idea, we're not afraid to call it out. Um There's no ego with us. Right. So that's, I think, what helps us, and especially with our different, you know, musical influences, like, Frank, our lead guitar player, his favorite guitar players are, like, Chuck Berry and Billy Gibbons and, you know, like, the old school guys like that. And then you got, like, me and Marshall that in our free time, even though we play in an active rock band, you know, we're listening to black metal. So, like, it's just all over the place with us.
2: Right, it's different, and I think I feel like that's what makes bands really – bands like you guys very different, very, um, I guess, it, it makes – it adds depth to the music, I guess is what I'm trying to say, when you have different influences that you're pulling from, and even though I don't – I never like asking that question, so I'm glad that you brought it up that you guys have very different influences, because I, can, I could hear that a little bit when you're pulling, like, from, like you said, like black metal and country or something like that, it definitely adds different – Elements to
1: the music that maybe you wouldn't have
2: had otherwise, you yeah? know. Absolutely. For sure. Um, we, for we've
1: sure. been we've been told Southern rock a few times too, and it's never been a genre we've actually claimed. Like people just kind of like sometimes put that genre on us. I think just because where we're we're geographically located. But it's like when I think Southern rock, I think Leonard Skinner. And, I mean, yeah. no uh, no offense to Leonard Skinner, they're amazing, but that's not us.
2: <laughs> that's not the genre that you guys are, necessarily. I don't like that when people, like, lump other bands into stuff because of location or because of, like, whatever it is. Or they had, like, a member that was in another band that was that genre, so now the new band that they're in is now that genre. I'm not saying that's the situation with you guys, but those are, like, the two instances i see a lot of where it's either geographically or they're just instantly lumped into that because they have like whoever on whatever you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean i mean we are a rock band from the south so i guess technically speaking that's not wrong but we've never we've never claimed the genre we just like look we're rock you know if we make a song that sounds like southern rock you know it is what it is if we make a a song that sounds like thrash metal you know it is what it is but it's just like it's like with like metal and rock anyway you have like 80 bazillion different subgenres, and one band can cover like four or five of them in the same album so i i don't like pigeonholing into one specific genre or, or subgenre. it's we're gonna go and record and what comes out is what comes out hope you like it if you don't oh well <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, for sure, and I think that's the best way to be, too, and not really pigeonhole yourself and get in this mindset of you have to sound like whatever to please whoever that is, you know what I mean? Whoever you think your fan base is. Right. Exactly, exactly. So where can everybody kind of stay in touch with you guys on social media, on your website, whatever platforms you guys use to stay in touch with your fan base?
1: Uh we're pretty much on all social media platforms. I would say we're the most active on Facebook. We also have a uh Love the Hate fan group on Facebook that all the members of the band are in, that we can interact with people directly, um, make jokes on Frank with everybody. It's hilarious. Uh we're on Twitter at uh Love the Hate two, Instagram at love the hate underscore official. Uh We have a YouTube channel, obviously, where you can find our, all of our videos, uh Solid Ground, and all of our past singles are on all streaming platforms at the moment. I'm probably missing one, and the guys will hit me over the head about it later.
2: <laughs> but pretty
1: much on all social media platforms, you can find us somewhere.
2: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I will definitely be linking all of that. Um, if any of my listeners are listening to this now on Spotify, that will all be linked in the description. of um, But yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having time to talk with me today, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Definitely. And you guys can check out Solid Ground. I will be playing that next. And yeah, shout out to them for coming on chatting with me.